I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, October 15, 2019. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, what's up? Happy, happy new week. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, what did I do this weekend? I had wings. I had Frankie's wings again. The mild, I, f- I love the mild. I've hit, I, I, I've asked people what they think about Frankie's mild sauce, your original buffalo mild. Some people are not really into it, but I really like it. Uh, ranch or blue cheese. Ooh. So that's what I, I, I had a lot of that. Um, on Sunday, I, I started, what did I do? I did something. Oh, I started watching The Boys. Uh, I, I told you about the comic I was reading, The Boys. Not The Voice, huh? The Boys. Yung mga lalaki. The B-O-Y-S. The Boys. It's based on that comic about uh, this team that kind of fights superheroes. So I've been reading the comic. I finally started the show. Uh, it stars Carl Urban. Uh, you might know Carl Urban from... Oh, what the hell's Carl Urban in? Uh, he was in, he was Judge Dredd in, in the, like, the newest Judge Dredd. Not Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd. It was the movie called Dread, which is a lot like the movie called The Raid, which is one of the best action movies of all time. I was about to cough. Uh, if you haven't seen The Raid, it's an Indonesian movie, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Indonesian movie that has some of the best fight choreo I've ever seen. Uh, there's a sequel called Raid 2. I forgot. It's a, it's an Indonesian word, but it was pretty good, but The Raid 1 was, oh, so good, so good. Uh, there is a movie called Dread, which is Judge Dread. So if you've seen the one with Sylvester Stallone, they made one in, I think, 20, I don't know, 2013, 2014, starring Carl Urban. Uh, and Carl Urban, he's, he's good. He was also in Lord of the Rings, I think. I think he was in the third one. I think he played Boromir's brother. I don't remember. So yeah, Carl Urban is in it. Um, there's the, the main, one of the other main guys, his name is Jack Quaid. And if that sounds familiar, it didn't ring any bells with me. But then I started, and then my cousin told me, I was like, oh, yeah. So he's the son of Dennis Quaid, who, who is in uh, The Parent Trap. He's the dad in The Parent Trap. And uh, Meg Ryan. So he's the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. So Meg Ryan, you might know from, what the hell is Meg Ryan in? You know Meg Ryan. Sleepless in Seattle, Meg Ryan. Yeah, so the son. And he's a full-grown dude, so I don't know how old... Like, how old Dennis Quaid? Well, Dennis Quaid's pretty old. So is Meg Ryan. So, but he looks old. He looks like he's like 35, Jack Quaid. He might be younger. But, yeah, so I started the show. It's a lot different from the comic, but they, they take a lot of the main elements. Uh, they've changed a couple of key plot points. But overall, it's, it's, I mean, I, I can understand because the, the, the comic itself, I think it's too, it's too convoluted and too, like, you need a bigger budget if you want to really do the comic, you know, shot for shot or frame by frame or book by book. So I think they're doing, I think it's, it's pretty good how they've translated it to TV. It's on Amazon Prime. Don't ask me how I saw it. It's a good show. Good show. I'm on episode four right now. Oh, episode five. It's only, it's only eight episodes. Each episode's about an hour. So I'm going to probably finish it by Friday. I'll, I'll tell you about it when I get there, but yeah. 
that's that's pretty much what I did over the weekend. Um, I got a haircut today, uh, yesterday. I got a haircut yesterday, and it just you know every time in the I'm in the barber shop. I don't know if any of you ever think about this because I well because Sweeney Todd is out right, and whenever the barber uh, Sweeney Todd the musical is out in Manila is what I meant, but that's besides the point. What I'm what I the point I'm trying to make is, you're just sitting down. And the barber is just there using scissors. And then when he pulls out that, like, razor, you know the razor that, that Sweeney Todd uses to kill his victims? And then they their body, like, slides down into, like, the furnace or whatever it was. I always get so nervous. Because they're, like, if they wanted to, they could, you have full, your arms are underneath that, that thing that protects you from the hair from falling, right? So basically, if they wanted to lift your neck and slit your throat... You're a goner, man. Their lives are in your hands. Every time you go to the barbershop, your life is at risk. I just, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I just get nervous. I'm like, what if this one, what if my barber is having a bad day? You know, what if he just saw Panello and said like, fuck, this guy told me to get creative. And now I'm going to get creative by killing my my clientele. <laughs> You know, he takes out his frustrations on commuting on your neck with a razor blade. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's what happened. Also, since my the Thursday pod, uh, since the Friday podcast uh, last week, you know, the whole Panello thing. I talked about it, right? So, uh, you know what happened. I, I'm sure if you've been following it up, his response was, "Parang okay naman na," and he was late. Right? It took him four and a half hours to get to work. He was late for work, and he said, "Oh, it's okay." And of course, you know, it's just one day for him. He's in a position of power where he probably won't get penalized, unlike most people who would get into work late. Um, and then his, his, the quote, the quotable quote was, maging creative na lang kayo. And to how to get, you know, either my Jeep, my LRT. Nah, and I was like, man. And there's some funny memes that are going around and it's, and it's, it's just so laughable. And I think I said this too in the last one, right? The last podcast. You know, these are, this, this dude, and there's a lot of people who are like him, are just, they're not, they did, he didn't really go on that commute to see if we had a transport crisis, right? You know, he didn't do that. It was just, to, honestly, it was a mockery. He was mocking us. I mean, I wouldn't even say me because TBH, I don't commute all the time. I know how to commute, basic commute. So I, I, I wouldn't say I know the struggle of commuting every day. I, I don't want, I just want to put that out there, but, I can empathize, right? And this guy doesn't. There, he's an asshole. <laughs> like, come on, he's he, he, this guy doesn't care. And just to to you know, for me, it's like you're spitting in our in in not I wouldn't even say my face, but you're spitting in the faces of everyday commuters. So it's just like, how do you deal with that? I mean, honestly, you he can't do anything. I, I you whatever you say to him, does that make sense? Like, it's so ingrained in his mind that he's just going to be like that, that you won't, it doesn't matter what you, if you name call him or whatever. Uh, I, I, you know, sometimes I could, I could imagine how, because even me who doesn't commute, I feel helpless. Even just the situations feel so helpless. And then to add on to that, you know, there's that whole thing with Marianne Rivera, which, okay, now let me just, I just want, just to be fair. Okay, so obviously she's she's you know she's rich she's privileged. There was even a little shade in the article that I read that she gets her groceries delivered sometimes if she doesn't deal with traffic. 
because the quote that she said, I, you know what? Let me pull it up. I, I just want to make sure I get it right. Um, basically, she said something along the lines of, you know, if you're going to be stuck in traffic, um, you can, you can do, oh, here we go. Here is, here's the quote. Sasasakya, sasasakyan, pag traffic, and daming pwedeng gawin. Mag cellphone ka, mag sulat ka, uh, yung me time mo. You have me time. So, edi yung, yun yung me time mo sa sarili mo. So, ang daming pwedeng gawin mo pag traffic. So, just to be fair, uh, and once again, just if you know my situation, I don't commute all the time, but when I'm, when I do commute or when I did commute before when I didn't have a car, uh, she has a point, uh, kind of, kind of. Okay, don't bash me, huh? Because I have, I have a lot of the things that I've conceptualized in, in like, you know, for stuff that I do, I, I've thought about it because you really are stuck in traffic for a long time. And, uh, I listen to music. I listen to podcasts a lot. That's why I think podcasts are really great because they, they last for a while. Uh, I feel like they're educational or at least, you, you know, they're engaging. Uh, it's kind of like watching some people watch Netflix or whatever on their phones or anime. I can't do that because nahilo ako sa traffic. But I think podcasts are something that people could do. So that in that sense, I get what Marianne means, right? I think I think that's what she meant in a sense. Uh, but of course, I I think it's she's also kind of ignorant to uh, the struggles, obviously, because it's easier to say that when you don't have when you have a personal driver, right? Uh, I I think it's hard to read in general on a bus. Or on MRT, ang hirap mag, magbasa sa MRT. Ha? Lalo na pagsiksikan. Even on the bus, unless nakaupo ka. If you're one of the lucky souls that get a seat during rush hour traffic, uh, that, I've, even then, it's so uncomfortable kasi ang daming tao. And you gotta watch over your shit. You gotta protect your, yourself. I mean, your, your, you know, your, your goods. Not your goods like your balls. I mean, like your, you know, your tech, your, your cell phone, your wallet. So you're concerned about that. On top of, you know, having to read, it's really not that feasible in most senses. But the point I think that she, that I think you can still kind of take away, despite not agreeing with everything that she said, or I think that you can use time to do something. Because there's a point now, you're there. And I get it. I get that. Um, you're in traffic. So... If you can do something, if, I'm just saying if, I'm not saying you should, because what she's saying is, parang that's what you should do when you're in traffic. At least make the best of it. Or no, no, it's not like make the best of it. It's like, uh, I feel like what she's saying that kind of offends people is like, stop complaining and just do something productive. I think that's where people took offense. I don't see it that way, like you should do something productive, but I think that if you can, uh, make the best of a, a, a shitty situation. It's kind of like that. Easier said than done. If I'm wrong, then you can maybe DM message me on the Instagram. But uh, I get what she's saying. But at the same time, mali yung I know her delivery was wrong. Uh, obviously, she's hella rich, so she's never really gonna struggle. And the same thing, like if you make her, if you call her or anyone who's in that kind of position of privilege, na sasabihin mo na o di try mga commute, they're just gonna do the panelo thing. They're gonna do it once or twice as a gimmick, and they're not really gonna care. So there's for me, I don't think there's any point in bashing 
her either. Well, Panelo, yeah, because he's a government dude. But Marianne Rivera, who has no bearing on your life, I think, who probably won't have a bearing on your life, uh, I, I think that you should just move on from that, you know? Like, okay, you can be mad at her for like maybe five minutes. Let it go. <laughs> I, I just like, Panelo, yeah, I feel like if you want to tweet Panelo, does he even have a Twitter? Does he know how to use Twitter? He's an old dude. Like, can he, can he type, can he see the small text on the Twitter? Can you make text bigger on Twitter? I feel like that's what Panelo would do. I'm sorry, I'm really bashing the dude. And what did I say? Don't bash people, right? <laughs> I'm just talking shit. You know, you're on my side, right? So, you and, that that's uh, kind of an update of what happened um, over there. Uh, also, the you know, I, I I once again I don't have a structure for the podcast, but I did try to say that I'll try to talk about things that you know you see online, relatable things that might not be on the Hala Hala show or they might be on there. So our gymnastics team actually, or our or we have a Pinoy gymnast. His name is Car Car Carlo Carlo Yulo. He won gold recently and. And I think that what I want to focus on, actually, there was another, another, uh, Filipina athlete. Her name was Nest, Nesti. Uh, I, I didn't take the name down, but I remember Nesti because someone said that she should be sponsored by Nesti <laughs> and she won gold for boxing. So congratulations to our two athletes. But the, the highlight that I wanted to take out of this, I seen the, uh, na research si Nesti, but I looked into Carlos, Carlo, Carlo Yulo a little bit and, he trained with a Japanese coach and he trained in Japan for three years. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how he funded it, but I'm guessing it was privately funded, not by the government. And I think that's, that's what I want to kind of hone in on right now. Cause we, we focus a lot of our money on at least the government or whatever, whoever funds our sports. I don't know why they put so much into, okay, granted basketball. Obviously, I don't think we're ever going to compete at a super high international where we can compete with like, you know, the USAs, the Spains, the Frances, the, the, uh, Argentinas of, of, of the world in basketball. Uh, but I feel like we should invest more in, in the shit that we can do, right? The shit that we can win. Boxing. I mean, Manny Pacquiao, the basketball player. He, he's a good boxer too. You know, just if we could find more boxers, you know, fund them, give them support, give them a training, give them a, tra- a place to train. I, I, I don't, I don't know if there is one like that. I'm sure there is, but I, I know that we could probably fund more, you know, uh, gymnastics. We're small. I mean, uh, you know, if I'm not, if I, if I, if my, if I, if my understanding is correct, like, to be successful in gymnastics, you kind of have to be a small person, like, like you know, sh- short, shorter than average, because you're more aerodynamic or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm making that up in my mind, but I know, like, if you see those Chinese, the Chinese Olympic team who dominate the the gymnastics, they're small, and I feel like we can compete with them. We have Chow King, so you know, <laughs> we can make Chinese food. We can do Chinese gymnastics, probably even better. I feel like we could do it. I feel like we could do it. So what are the sports that I think that Pinoy's could succeed in? I think we could succeed in, well, obviously, boxing, gymnastics, weightlifting. We we did have our Olympic weightlifter, the, what's her name? Uh, you know, I'm not prepared. But you know what I'm talking about. There's a Pinay weightlifter who won, I think, a bronze or maybe silver in the last Olympics or two Olympics ago. Weightlifting is something that we could we could we could meddle in. 
Swimming, maybe. Uh, I know a couple of, uh, I knew someone in my old high school who, um, who competed in the Olympics for the Philippines. But yun nga, he was trained in Japan and he was trained by a Japanese coach. So if we could get the right training, the right uh, facilities, I feel like we could compete in swimming. What else? Uh, I mean, I think ping pong. I feel like ping pong. Tennis, I feel like tennis too. I I don't know. Huh? I I think we could compete in tennis because you need speed and strength. You don't need height, which we kind of lack in. We don't need. I feel like we could do tennis. I, I maybe. I don't know. I think we could. Soccer. I don't think so. Not yet. Soccer or f- football or whatever you call it. Uh, whatever you want to name it. In soccer, you have to kind of be really, I mean, genetically, you have to be like six feet plus. And most of the best players, except for Messi, yeah. But I, I mean, how many Messi's can you have on one team? You need defenders that can go for headers. You need, uh, and I'm, I'm not talking about like, we have some exports, right? Or like, you know, my young husband, Phil, Phil and Claire, not Claire, Phil and what are the other young husband? Basta, the other guapo young husband player. Uh, but they're half British. So I'm just saying, like, for Pinoy, like, Pinoy non, non-naturalized, like, Pinoy's. Ano ba mga sports? Let me know. Tweet, or not tweet me. I don't have, oh, I actually have a Twitter for this, but I haven't really, uh, activated it. But Instagram, feel free to DM me what other sports you think we should do. Okay. So yeah, that's what I, I'll probably talk about that on the Halala show. Maybe in more depth. I'll probably look for more information. Um, we recorded uh yesterday, Rika and I, we recorded uh another Tres Leches episode for the other podcast I do, the Hala Hala Show. And it was so cool. Um going back to kind of traffic. Okay, so we, we interviewed these guys. So this a little sneak preview for the Hala Hala peeps out there. We did a we did a interview with uh two members of a Pinoy Pinoy hip hop group called Cartellum. Uh their names were uh Wyan and Wavier. Cool dudes. Uh, I don't want to spoil the interview, so go listen to it. But uh, just going back to traffic, they told me, us because we asked them their opinion on like commuting and the the hassles of it. And he said they said that uh, they get a lot of their most like creative creative shit while commuting. They they think about their most you know their raps, their rhymes, their lyrics in traffic a lot because you're there. And it was such a positive you know positive outlook on it because I. I you know, I, I don't know if I, f- I should say this because obviously I don't commute all the time, but if you have a positive outlook, not just in commuting, just in general, uh, it, it'll feel less, less stressful. I think, uh, I'm not, not to, you know, not to compare it, not to compare commuting with, with something else, but let's just say you're stressed at work. Sometimes I get stressed at work and to me, I, I, I really shouldn't be stressed at work. I mean, I work like four hours a day. It's not really that stressful, but sometimes I still feel like, dang, you know, I don't want to go into work today. But the days where I approach work, even when I don't want to go in, if I approach it like, oh, it's only four hours, you know, I'll, I'll make the most of my time, uh, doing this. Uh, I'll try to find a really interesting thing to entertain people on air. It does get a little bit easier. So the, the outlook, the positive outlook that those guys brought was really, I thought it was something cool. And something that I think anyone could, could take from, take, you know, take this lesson from them. So instead of being super mad at Marianne Rivera, 
<laughs> just be like, all right, I'll take the good. I'll take the, I'll take the point, the point that maybe you were trying to make and I'll ignore the shitty part of it and I'll move on with my life. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So look out for that. It, sh- it should be out tomorrow. It's, uh, it's going to come out on uh, Wednesday. So October 16, 2019. If you're listening to this in the past, it's already out. It's called Tres Leches on the Hala Hala show. It's called Cartellum. It's good. Oh, it's one of the best. They did something. I'm not going to spoil it, but they did something super cool in the middle of the episode that you have, you have to just listen because it's something we've never done. And I probably, honestly, I don't know when the next time we're going to do it again is. So yeah. All right. Okay. Let's, let's go since I don't really, the week, the week is just starting. Um, oh, should I complain again? I, I feel like all I do is complain on here. No, I talked about how I like Frankie's wings. Um, I rewatched The Dark Knight also, by the way, over the weekend, and I'll stand by it. I think Heath Ledger was more, for me, I was more of a Heath, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was good. I'll take Heath Ledger, though. I know you can't really compare the two, and people will say it's like comparing, you know, James Bond to another James Bond, but of course you can compare the two. I was just more entertained by Heath Ledger, and I, I, I like Heath Ledger's Joker better, but Joaquin Phoenix was good. All right. Cool. Okay, 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 okay. Let's see. Um, Mike Ambot on Instagram. If you want to message me on Instagram, it's the same name as this podcast. So Tevez of the best. I've gotten a couple of uh people who message me. I was surprised. A couple of people who I, I didn't know listen to to this actually hit me up. So shout out to uh, Gab Loste. What's up, man? We're trying to get. We're actually we're gonna probably guess. Uh, we're hoping to guess Gab on um on uh the Hala Hala show. Super cool dude. Super talented photographer. Uh, his, 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 uh, Instagram is Gab Politely. So check it out. G-A-B and then Politely. Like, politely do this. Like, um, what's Politely in Tagalog? Magalang? No. Gab Politely. Cool dude. Nice guy. And he listens to Tevez of the Best. Thank you. Oh, another, another person, Francis, who listens to Tevez of the Best. Congratulations to Francis. Oh, I forgot. That's why I told you last Friday. I, w- I went to the finals of that Shop TV thing. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> but, uh, the good thing is my boy Francis won. So shout out to you, Francis. What is your Instagram, Francis? I was going to plug you. I think it's Francis Anbu. Uh, Francis is a commercial model. He's also an MBA student now doing it all. He doesn't sleep though. Eh? So that's why he listens to podcasts. Thank you. I hope I'm keeping you awake right now while you study, my man. Congrats to Francis. Congrats also to Kathy who won as well. And to, 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 to. what's his name? What's his name? Uh, oh God. Oh God. I only met him that day, so I don't remember his name. So don't think that I'm like a snob or something. Oh, shit. I forgot his name. Oh, my God. I forgot his name. Anyway, there were three of them who won. So congratulations, guys. Uh, if I remember his name, I'll, I'll say it. Ah, what's his name? Monitz. 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 His name is Monitz. Monitz. I forgot. I don't know his last name. Shout out. Okay. So going to Instagram before we, you know, come to a close of the podcast. I'm going to try to cut it under 30 minutes today since it's Tuesday. Uh, Mike Ambot, who was the one who asked me about no fap, which I talked about in the like the masturbation episode. Uh, he wanted to ask the the differences between my adult life in Japan, the U.S., and the Philippines because I did grow up in Japan for a little bit, and then I went to the U.S. for high school and college, and then I moved here in the Philippines f- five, four, four years ago. What year is it? Twenty nineteen? Yeah, four years ago. And so he was asking, like, what are the differences in terms of dating, adulting, recreation, and other things that single adults do? He, he said that would be interesting. Okay. I think it would be. So let me go into that. Um, he started with dating. Okay. Dating for me, I guess the biggest difference between dating here and dating in the States. I'm just going to compare States and here because I didn't date while I was in Japan, really. 
Um, it's the, I, you know, I, I at first I thought there was a big like Lego culture here, like Lego, like you have to make Lego una. But I've never really done that. And the girls that I've dated before, they never really did that either. So I think it's it's selective. Uh, um, I guess here, what's different here is that you can't, or maybe it's a worldwide thing now because of the whole hashtag me too, hashtag men are trash. I don't know. Because in the States, you could go up to a girl, I think, and talk to her. And then maybe ask for her number. Not in like a, not in like a, what do you call it? What do you call those? Uh, those pickup artists? Not in a pickup artist kind of way. However, I did read pickup artist books when I was in high school because voila, I thought it was like, whoa, this is how I'm going to get girls. I know, really, really weird, right? But you know, not, I just want to let you know that's, that's the background. But, here, I feel like it's hard, like, it's not, maybe for me, girls are not as uh, approachable, maybe? I don't know. Like, and I guess that extends beyond dating. Like, in the States, when you go to a store, you can make conversation with, like, the, oh, maybe, is that weird? Uh, sometimes I'll talk to, like, in the States, I'll talk to, like, whoever is in the store, like, the, the shopkeeper, not just girls, I'm talking about just the shopkeeper, or whatever. Here, I feel like if you talk to them, talk to salespeople, it's like they, they're like, why are you talking to me? I'm just trying to sell you something. I don't know. Uh, what else? Rec- recreation, dating. I'm sorry. I didn't really, I, I don't know. Dating, there, there's really not that much difference except for, uh, I mean, in the state, it's mostly a car society. So it's, I, I think you can, it's more common to pick up the girl. And, and whatever, but here I guess you can grab to the same spot. I don't know. Honestly, dating, I, 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 if you ask me right off the top of my head, I can't think of any huge differences in dating. Uh, adulting, that's, that's a big difference. Okay. So in the States, okay, this goes back to, I, and I've said this on the Hala Hala show before. I hate being late. Now with the whole trans, transpo crisis that I think has been in effect for years, it's just, you know, people are saying it's a crisis now, but I think it's been a crisis all the time. Um, it's, I hate being late. So in the States, if you're late, at least in my, um, in any of my jobs that I held in the States, kung late ka, like twice or three times, that's grounds for termination. So that's why I'm never late. Here, uh, I'm never late either. Granted, I live here, but even if I, like, for example, if I have racket, I'm never late. Ever. I leave as early as I have to, kite five, six hours before. And it, it's not an everyday thing. So I'm not trying to say that if you, you can do it too. No, I, I get it, right? I get it. It's, it's hard to do it every day and be on time. But for me, on the off chance I have to be somewhere, uh, I try, I'm re- rarely ever late. Uh, here, I think that it's late, being late is accepted as a part of the culture. And in some extent, I can understand that. But I, I still, I, I still don't agree with it. I, I know, I know it's not really, I don't know. Am I, does that mean that I'm against, that I'm not supporting your fight for the government to fix the transport? Of course not. Of course I want them to fix it, but I also think you shouldn't be late. And granted, you can't always be on time. I, I acknowledge that. I, I, I'll acknowledge that, okay? But, uh, 
it's just not it's it's the Filipino time in general. Even on days when you don't have work, just meeting up with someone, you say two PM, that shit starts at three. It always. Always. That's what I don't agree with. So I guess that's what's different in terms of like adulting, in terms of being on time, being held accountable. Uh sometimes it makes me mad when when someone is late for work. Like who is gonna let's say relieve me from my from my position, because it it shows like you they don't really respect my time, because I'm always on time for the person who's before me, so they never have to worry like shit, will I be able to leave on time or will JC be late? Never, I've never made anyone feel that. I could say that like uh, that's true. At the end of the year, here in the station, meron kami anon never late award. I always win that. The last two years, I've been here three years, but the first year I wasn't eligible. But the last two years, I, I always, I'm either at the top, I'm number one or number two. Uh, it's the times why I'm not number one is because sometimes I forget to punch in. Yun lang. But I'm always there. Um, so that's the difference, I guess, in terms of maybe timing. I don't know. Is it adulting? I think it's part of adulting. I think it is. It's part of adulting. Um, Recreation. I, I don't know what else. I, I, these are very general, Mike Ambot. So if you want me to be more specific, you can delve right into it. Um, recreation. Here, it's mostly malls, at least in Metro Manila, mostly malls. If you need to do something other than malls and eating, you have to drive outside of Metro Manila, I think. In the States, it's a car society. So you really have to drive everywhere anyway. Uh, so I guess in terms of recreation, it's the same lang, but the malls are smaller in the states. I think there's more like places you can go, drive somewhere, park your car, and then walk around. Maybe like, for example, I lived in San Diego. There's a downtown like there's a gas lamp district. That's what they call it. It's kind of like BGC. No, it's kind of like Makati rather. It's kind of like Makati. Uh, but then you can drive to. The, the, okay, so here, here to make it easy na lang. In the States, they have a set of, they're called interstates or freeways, but they're called interstate because it goes across all the states of America. You can, uh, if you had a car that never ran out of gas, you could drive from the east coast of the United States to the west coast of the United States without ever getting off the freeway. That's how incredibly well-designed the interstate system is in the U.S. So recreation, you can go anywhere in the U.S. as long as you have a car and you have the gas money and whatever. Walang toll. There's no toll there. You can go from wherever in the U.S. to anywhere else in the U.S. It's the land of the free. I mean, that's what they, it is. So here, I feel like you're limited to what you can achieve in the... Let's say you have a weekend, right? You can only do so much because the traffic alone will kill half of it. So it's as far it's it's just how far you can get and how far you can get without having to take any leaves to come back. Ganun. So in terms of recreation, it's really time sensitive for me. In the States, if you, you can go like to another state and back I don't know. God, this is awful. I'm sorry. This was such an awful answer to your question, Mike Ambon. <laughs> it's just so general. Like I say, I don't really know. Like recreation. I mean, I play basketball in the states. I play basket. I used. I would play basketball here if I my knee wasn't fucked up. But it's the same lung, same lung. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, if you have any questions for the podcast, you can uh, Instagram me at Tevez of the Best. And I'll see you know, shouting out some people. 
see Anthony, Anthony Aberilia, who I, I, I shouted out their podcast. Uh, it's the round table last time. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sorry. Uh, but he did, uh, just tag me an IG story right now. And he did say that to clarify, they're not on China's or Panelo's side about any issue. Okay. <laughs> so you can check that out. Um, yeah, what am I gonna do this this Friday? Um, what am I looking forward to until Friday? Nothing. It's just work, pretty much. I have a hosting this weekend. I'll talk about it on Friday. Um, just that's it, man. That's all I have to say today. It's already thirty-two minutes. I love, I love. You know, I'm loving doing this podcast. I just, I feel like I have so much shit to say, and this is like a just a great way to get you know to get it off my chest and get it out of my throat and into your ears. Um, to anyone who who listens but hasn't messaged me on Instagram yet, I you know ask me a question. It's more I've replied to every single person who's messaged me on the Instagram. Tevez of the best. Don't message my personal because I natatabunan yung mga messages dun eh. So message me on the per on the podcast slash YouTube Instagram, and I'll reply to you. I promise. I promise. I promise. If you have a question, if you want me to answer something, you want my perspective on things for whatever reason, let me know. And if you want to sponsor me, please do. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's it. Have a good Tuesday, and I'll catch you guys on Friday. Listen to the Hala Hala Shows Tres Leches episode coming out tomorrow, and um, follow me on Instagram, my personal Instagram. It's me, JC. Uh, I've been updating my IG vlogs on there, so I hope you you would like that as well. And until Friday, catch you guys later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.